everybody and their neighbor. Welcome back to Gear and Gigs. I'm your host, Jet Stone. So glad you could drop by. Today we're doing a pedal comparison, a classic yeah. comparison. That's, that's Reggie back there. Hi, Reg. How you doing? I'm all right, Jet. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Glad to see you again. We are going to be testing chorus pedals, the uh, the scourge of the 80s, are, but it's, it's coming back. Everybody's kind of digging choruses. They're kind of making excuses for liking them. I think they're going to be the next big thing. So we're going to take a look at choruses and some of the classic ones you may choose, as well as a modern version that I think kind of keeps up with those guys. So, so what we've got today to test out is we've got the original Roland Boss CE1, the big daddy of them all, the monster. The, the, the pedal board eater. <laughs> it's practically a pedal board in itself. You could almost fit a Distortion Plus right between the two switches, I think, and make it work. But anyway, so that's uh, that's AC powered. It's got its own hardwired cord, and we're running everything in mono today, so uh, we won't have to worry about whether or not you guys are listening on headphones. We're kind of going to listen to it in mono and see how it sounds. So we've got that one for our, our, be our benchmark, our baseline, the original one. And then for comparison, I, we've got the slightly later version of the CE3 which is a uh, another boss Roland product in the more conventional pedal board economy size <laughs> next we've got the MXR stereo chorus uh, another classic from the 70s and, and 80s that that was used by Van Halen and a lot of those kind of guys that was his chorus sound and then we've got for the modern take, we've got the Jam Waterfall. So that's a hand-built, all analog, uh, made in Greece, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. And we're gonna kind of go through them. So what I've got is a, a down here at my feet, I've got a Carl Martin Combinator, which is just a pedal switcher that we're gonna be able to go through. So I'm not gonna be running in sequence here as far as, uh, or in series for the pedals. They'll be played individually, just going into them and then over to our amp, which is a Marshall Class 5. We've used it in a couple of shootouts recently and it's a, it's a pretty nice amp. Hard to get a bad sound out of. We're just going to set it clean so we can really hear the chorusing. And uh, as you can see, we've got the knobs pretty much centered. A little little bass roll off, but uh, other than that, we, we, they're pretty much just kind of going for a basic clean tone. Got it mic'd up with a nice vintage tube mic running through this Focusrite preamp over here that's got a setting for a Neve desk simulation. Going through our Digico board for the A to Ds and a touch of reverb and then straight into Zoom. We're not going into a DAW or doing any post editing. This is all straight into Zoom, so you're hearing it the same way that we are hearing it. And hopefully we can get a good comparison and decide what we like best. For guitar, I'm going with uh, I'm going with off the beaten path today. I'm going to go with an M tone. This is made by a guy named Matt Proctor up in uh, Portland, if I'm not mistaken. As you can see, it's an unusual beast. Uh, it is smooth to the touch, although it looks like it might not be. It actually is. Uh, this uh, he doesn't do. Uh, any two guitars the same way. So this is a, an unusual one-off, but uh, pretty normal sound as far as that goes. Uh, uh, let me give you the, the basic dry tone and then you can kind of get a, an idea where we land on that. I'm gonna reach over here and turn off my mic. I've got a, a mic up here above me, so I'm gonna turn that off so you don't get any room sound and you're just gonna hear the mic on the amp. So let's listen to the basic tones of the guitar first.
a nice basic nice, tone. It's a, it's a nice tone. It's a nice yeah. sounding guitar. It is a nice sounding guitar, isn't it? I was trying to, when I was listening to it, I was trying to think, hmm, what does it remind me of? Well, it just reminds me of good guitar tone. Like, you know what I mean? I couldn't say, well, it doesn't sound like a Strat. doesn't sound like a Les Paul. You know, it just kind of... It's almost 335-y. It's got a softness. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Um, it does have a bit of a, a hollow body kind of vibe to it. Which... It Which it's not, right? <laughs> not at all. Although he does do uh, semi-hollows and hollows. This particular one is, is pretty darn solid. All right, well, let's give it a shot here. Uh, let's set the benchmark with our Roland CE1. Uh, I'm just going to, on all of these, start off with kind of a basic sound, and we can mess with extremes after we kind of get into a regular comparison. There it is. Okay, you just, it's hard to beat that. It's just so... I, I mean, you know, I was like, okay, Alex. <laughs> it's like they had it right at the beginning. Why did we ever... No, let's let's find out why. Let's find out why we changed. Uh, but it, it is a good sound. So let's go to the CE3, which is where they went. Uh, they did the CE2, of course, which is uh, the mono version of basically the CE3. So let's go to the CE3 and compare it. Original has more depth, more bottom, more warmth, more warmth. Yeah, the C three still sounds lush. Right, right. It sounds fantastic. But yeah, just a little less warmth, a little less depth, a little less deep tone. I agree. I'll go back to the Boss, the 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 CE one first, and then I'll switch to the MXR. Now, the MXR has got an EQ. It's got a, a bass and a treble EQ. I've got the treble boosted now just a little bit. It's one of the things I did, just, just a hair. Uh, it's got a width, it's got a speed, and it's got a depth. So it's got more flexibility. There is a filter, which is engaged right now. So I'm going to unengage the filter, and let's see what that does. Nicer. 
Anheuser with, yeah. Uh, is it a notch filter? It kind of sounds like it's cutting. I think it's a low pass filter. I mean, a high pass filter. When it's not engaged, it's almost as if the effect is a little too harsh in a certain range. And then when it's engaged and it filters that out, then it's more. It, it, then it sounds more even and and uh, and and spread out from top to bottom. Yeah, it seemed to get more yeah. even and bigger. Yeah. The MXR sounds more like the CE1 than the CE3 does. I completely agree. I completely agree. In fact, I couldn't, when I switched, I had to double check that I had switched. Right, it's like, wait a minute. I'm like, wait Hang a minute. on now a second. That Yeah, that's that one, that one actually does sound closer to the original than the CE3 does. Although the CE3 still sounds fantastic. The two blue guys are running on nine volt. The MXR is running on eighteen volts. That, that may that may make a difference because I think that's what the difference is in the Mistress and the CE one versus any of the newer pedals is they're running on AC power, so it's right. uh, you true. have a higher uh, you know a higher um, milliamp whatever headroom voltage. There's more power going to the pedal yeah. and therefore more warmth. And you can run it on two nine volts or a, a power supply. Run, we're running everything on power supplies right now. So let me, uh, let's me let go back to the CE1 once again to just kind of get our ears lined up with that. And then I'm going to switch to the Jam. And the okay. Jam is the only one of the bunch that I've never heard. Oh, great. Okay. Now, there is some adjustability on the jam. There's a couple switches. Let me mess with them and see if I can get a sound that's a little bit more reminiscent of the CE1. thoughts i like that pedal the jam uh, that yeah that's uh that might be my favorite of the bunch just on first listen mm -hmm. uh and i and i'm trying to put my finger on why it is because the truth of the matter is uh as a shootout this is probably the closest four pedals sound to each other of anything that i've ever heard before things usually have uh pretty noticeable differences between them uh, I mean, it's the same effect. You can hear it's the same effect, but it's usually uh, in the dynamic range. There's some something that that is obviously different from one to the next. And these four are all really pretty close. Uh, the differences are subtle. The biggest surprise to me was how close the MXR was to the CE1. Uh, and then you put the jam on. I was like, well, that almost sounds better than the CE1. 
and I don't want to say it does because I would, I'm, I need to hear them to you again back to back. But like just the first time I heard it, it was like, oh, there's a richness there that is lacking in all three of the others. Okay. Uh, well, let's do this. I'll, I'll, I'll turn off my mic. I'll go CE1, CE3, CE1, MXR, CE1, Waterfall. So it'll be six coming through. Okay. okay. All right. So we'll start with C1. Now I will say that the CE one is the quietest. Okay, that was something I, I was going to bring up. Is like I don't hear noise on any of them. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. I hear a little noise actually on the on a couple of them. I hear a little a little swirly whirly, but uh, it's not too bad. It's not a lot of whooshing and stuff. The CE one, of course, has a gain control, a volume control that you could actually use to get a little bit of right spy out if you want to. Kind of very interesting. Yeah, in there. That's interesting. If it really came right down to it, any one of those four would be just fine. Let me run through them in order now, rather than going back and forth to the CE one. Let's stop comparing to the CE one directly, and let's just kind of compare to each other. You know, if you had yeah, just like CE one. So, and then with the XR being last, yeah, and I'll just hit the same chord every time and let it ring, so we can hear exactly what it sounds like. I'm going to go on both pickups so I can get a little bit more sparkle. Okay. All right. Here we go. Nice. Slightly less bottom. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they are all really in the same ballpark. Yeah, the MXR seems a little bit more, um, maybe less sine wavy, a little bit more, I don't want to say random, because it's surely not, but it just seems to have a little bit more um, unevenness to it, a little bit more unexpected 
artifacts compared to some. And I am hearing, I don't know if it's the combinator or if it's just the way we've got things running with the wires and stuff. I am hearing a little a little whistling or a little uh, swirling going on in a couple of these settings, but I'm, I don't think that's actually from the pedal. I think it's just because of a, a, a grounding situation we've got here. So try to ignore that if you, if you would. Yeah, couldn't even hear it on this end. Okay, great. I, to my ears, the MXR, like you said originally, the MXR and the CE1 have the same EQ spectrum. Yes. The jam seems to have maybe a little bit wider frequency response in all respects. Mm -hmm. and, and the CE3 seems like it shrunk a little bit to me, the the frequency response. Just a little bit, but it doesn't seem to have quite as much bottom end as we talked about. And I don't I don't hear it having quite as much sparkle either. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, uh, let me go backwards. <laughs> Since we went the one way, let me go backwards through them because that will also give us a slightly different way of looking at mm -hmm. it. Don't try that. it that way by the time you get to the ce1 it seems less exciting somehow i noticed that yeah i, I noticed that it's it's uh, again they're so they're so close mm -hmm. that it like in a band mix yeah you really wouldn't be able to there's no right. there's nothing uh but of course that's not that's not how we think when we think about pedals we <laughs> we like to really like sweat sweat the details uh they are all four worthy chorus pedals well if you had to pick if these were all if these were all priced the same and you had to go out and play you know some uh, uh, some 80s covers with a lot of chorus you got to do some pretenders you got to do some cindy lopper you got to do some rush you got to do some police what are you grabbing which one that's difficult because i think if size was not an issue Believe it or not, I'd do the MXR. Okay, so if, if everything's an issue, if the price is an issue, so, you know, that uh, the cheapest one here would... Eh, boy, they're all... <laughs> well, the CE1's not going to be the least expensive. I, I'd guess the other three are going to be pretty comparable. A new price on the jam versus used price is obviously on the other two, probably in the 250 to 350 range in general. So, uh, it, whereas the CE1, you know, you're looking at seven or eight hundred bucks probably for a used one at a minimum these days with that in mind the power requirements in mind with the ce1 needing ac and the size requirements now which one you picking ah price size and power considered ah no. that's tricky uh, uh, because honestly of the three my least favorite is the ce3 yeah mine is too Okay, that's my least favorite of the three. Um, but it would be the easiest to get a hold of. It is stereo, and it is the right size. So it has it ticks all the other boxes, 
but it doesn't and and again it's it's not bad it doesn't sound bad at all it just it's lacking something compared to the other other three specifically to the ce1 mm-hmm. right because that's their that's a descendant that's a direct you know uh yeah, I'm gonna still I'm gonna stick with the MXR. MXR, are you? MXR of those four. Wow. Yeah. Well, well, Eddie Van Halen would approve. I think I would go with the. Well, if I didn't have to have stereo, if I was going mono, I think I'd go with the Jam. If I had to have stereo, if I had to have stereo, I'd go with the CE1. I think I'd go with the CE1 just because. Even though it's huge and requires AC, my God, it just sounds so... Yeah, it would just have to sit off the board. It would be on the floor by itself. Yeah. You know, it's it's on the annex board. It's looped in somewhere, yeah. It's a separate little board that flies along with your main board as a a sidecar. It's the sidecar board. Yeah, I've had those. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't... This this comparison did not... I'm surprised because I really thought that there would be, especially between four pedals... And three manufacturers, I expected there to be a significant difference in the feel of all three, all of them. And it may be different with single coils. It may be different into a different amp, obviously. I mean, there's a lot of things that can change the response of it to your ears. But since we've run all of these things through the same. All through the same thing. Yeah, you get a pretty honest idea of what what you're working with. And uh, I say winner, winner. Well, since you like the MXR, let me just run back to that for a second. I'm going to mess with the EQ because I haven't really played with that to see if I can enhance it. Maybe maybe that'll end up being the one I like. Let's just do that for one second here. Well, there's some of that wacky. I don't know that the other ones are capable of quite that extreme a twist. Well, you know, I love the, I love pedals that go beyond what you would use them for. has got a wide range of sounds it is not a one trick pony like yeah it, it i like that and i like that i like having the uh you know the high and the low eq on board too because it can really dial in exactly like on a bass i would probably roll the bass off a little bit and right. run the treble up some i'm going to take two seconds and get try to get the most extreme sound out of each one and then we'll we'll wrap it up okay okay Okay, now as I look at the the LED on the top of the MXR as it flashes and pulses with the with the speed, at the extreme setting, it is not doing a steady thing. It's going whoa 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 whoa. It's actually like a more randomy thing.
and that's usable. That's the jam, maybe slightly less usable at that range. Let's go. Yeah, I would say. Less extreme, uh, much more musical. Yeah, it doesn't really have a, a non-usable spot on the CE3, right. and it's for the CE1. Once again, doesn't really have a, a super extreme right. range. It's going to sound wacky. Uh, several of these, uh, in particular, the Waterfall and the uh, CE1, have also got vibrato, which we won't go into because hardly anybody uses it for that, but, uh, but they both have a vibrato circuit. In fact, the CE1's got a whole two-knob vibrato circuit that's pretty different, so that's kind of cool. But um, So having heard that and knowing how you like extreme experimental sounds, does it change your mind over which one you'd get? I'm I think still I'm MXR. still going with the MXR because it was extreme, but yet still usable. Yeah, right? the, the jam seemed a little unusable at it. Yeah, the, the jam went to the point, which I don't have a problem with pedals doing that. It goes uh, back. But, I mean, it, it just seemed like the MXR went, it crossed the line, but it never really became. Flip, yeah. Yeah. It didn't it, flip it you off like, when it went across the right, line. Right, right, right. <laughs> Didn't turn around and go, yeah, whatever. No. no, it didn't give you any of that. It was like, hey, check this out. It was kind of, hey, check this out. I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. I, you know, you know, I don't know if you guys are like me, but I don't really think chorus MXR. I mean, you know, I think MXR. No, it's not what comes to mind. It's Acer, but I don't think chorus for MXR. So. And it's funny because one of my three is an MXR. An MXR, yeah. I'm impressed. I'm impressed with all of them, but I'm mostly impressed with the MXR. I think the jam sounds boutique and, and, and expensive. I think the CE1, if you dialed up the levels and everything right, would be hard to beat for that classic chorus sound. But I, I agree. Maybe I've, I've switched and I'm going to go MXR for my board. The EQ is really nice. The EQ is nice. Yeah, that's a big bonus. It really is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, if it had the gain stage on it too, although to be, be let's nice. be honest, I mean, if you're if, if you're gonna have a pedal, you're gonna have a bunch of them anyway, so you're gonna have gain stages on your board. That's anyway. true. That's so true. It's like you don't need it in the course pedal. That's true. Because uh, you'll have two or three of them in front of it, so it's yeah. not a it's not a worry. Very cool. Very interesting. Hope you guys found it interesting too. Hopefully, uh, you've heard some comparisons that you hadn't heard before. And uh, I know, I know, I did. I've never directly compared these four, so that's very cool for me. And and you got to hear the jam, which you hadn't heard, so that's mm -hmm. it. yes. And and uh, final word uh, again, none of these pedals suck. No, they're all pretty good. Yeah, they're all mm -hmm. good. yeah. And and in context of you know setting up the the right gain staging, putting the right pedals before after it, running into the amp with the guitar you like, any of them is going to sound great. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really just a matter of what are you looking for. And, and I think there are not just uh, feature differences, but a basic 
tone and modulation difference in each one that you can kind of pick out and mm -hmm. choose which one works for you. Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining me, Reg. Really appreciate you hanging out. Oh, thank you, Jet. Appreciate it. Insight on that. And uh, until next time, for Reggie Nelson, I'm Jet Stone. We'll see you. Take care.